Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Burger from Pro Football Focus is here every Wednesday to get you over the hump with your NFL bets. You tired of the Taylor Swift talk, Brad? Never. No, I, uh, Never. give me all of it. I got to go watch the New Heights yes. episode uh, with, with, with Travis and Jason talking T-Swift. On BetQL Daily, presented by <laughs> BetMGM. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. It is Wednesday. You know what that means. It's time for Brad Spielberger of Pro Football Focus to make his weekly appearance here on the program. Brad, thank you so much for joining us. So earlier in the festivities, Joe, Aaron, yours truly, we all put together our powerless rankings of the bottom five teams in the NFL. There was actually a little bit of healthy debate there, which was fun. But when it comes to the team or teams you think are at the bottom of your power rankings, who do you have there? Yep. So Chicago, Carolina, uh, no surprise. The 0-4 teams uh, are certainly on the uh, on the short list there. Uh, it does get interesting after that. I think Pittsburgh is somehow in the conversation just because their offense is so anemic. But their defense is good. But Cam Hayward injured now, um, been a bit more susceptible. Their secondary is really not a good unit. So if T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith aren't winning with regularity, you know you have you know if C.J. Stroud go for thirty points and and over ten yards per attempt. So. You know, they're in the conversation as well. Arizona's probably still on that list. They've obviously vastly exceeded expectations, um, but on paper, the roster is not particularly talented. <sighs> yeah, I'm curious what your guys' thoughts are, because I guess it is a little bit more, you know, there's there's more debate than than, than I would imagine. The Raiders? Giants are horrible. Raiders are bad. Yep, Raiders are definitely yeah. bad. Uh, Giants are bad, too. So that, that'll, that'll round out my list. <laughs> I mean, do you have to put the... I, I put the Broncos in my list. They barely made the list, but it is like just you have the experience of salary cap and kind of team building. And just when you look, I know defense, we don't want to put too much into it. And I'm sure they're going to improve as the season moves along. But I mean, just yards per play, they're one more yard giving up per play than any other team in the end. It is so bad. Like you watched it up close and personal. You, We know the struggles the Bears offense has had. And man, they look like an all-star unit out there on Sunday against that defense. And just... It feels like it's going to take so long to overhaul this roster in Sean Payton has a quarterback that he doesn't really want. They're going to have to change that too at some point. 
In terms of the situation they're dealing with, they are in a, in a distant dead last, right? At least a lot of the other teams we mentioned have maybe young quarterbacks, maybe cap space, extra draft picks, whatever have you. Uh, the Broncos, yeah, I mean, the defense is the worst in the NFL. You could probably argue the Bears' first half was more embarrassing than getting 70 points hung on you the week before. Uh, you know, I mean, Justin Fields was 16 of 17. Uh, he had eight pa- completions on throws, 10-plus yards downfield. He had seven of those the entire season. He had three touchdown passes and 230 yards. He had three touchdown passes all season and had never thrown for 230 in a game, uh, and he did it in the first half against Denver. So, yes, they, they are terrible, uh, and there are no you know rosy, bright spots ahead in the near future. It's going to be ugly for a couple years there. Speaking of ugly, I think it's a perfect segue for Thursday night football. We've got a couple of bad teams <laughs> matching up. What do you like here in terms of side total or even props? I was looking at it. I didn't realize how bad the commanders are at defending the pass. Maybe Justin Fields could actually get something going, but the Bears defense is terrible. Curious what you have your eye on here. Yeah, that was a perfect segue uh, into a very ugly, ugly uh, matchup here. So, you know, the commanders are susceptible against the pass. As you mentioned, you know, outside of Kendall Fuller, they've had some issues in the secondary. Um, you know, young players and, and adjusting uh, has not been super, super smooth. They've obviously also just played the Bills and the Eagles. But I think the issue in Chicago and why they were able to move the ball against Denver was because there was no pass rush coming from the Broncos. Their, you know, bottom five in pressure rate. Uh, you know, Justin Fields had time all day in that game. They do have some bad corners as well. But I worry about the commander's defensive front uh, against the Chicago Bears offensive line. Maybe we get Tevin Jenkins back in the fold. Nate Davis finally playing. Maybe he gets a little bit better. Uh, long answer short, uh, I do like uh, Sam Howell rushing props uh, is one angle I'm looking at here. I think you saw him last week against Philadelphia. Had a concerted effort to get the ball out quickly so he doesn't take nine sacks like he did against Buffalo. Chicago doesn't really get pressure, but they'll get late pressure. And, and I think Howell will just take off. Um, and, and so that's like, you know, one one angle I'm looking at here. He's a decent athlete. Uh, you know, he'll run to the edge and get, pick up a couple yards here and there. I'm not Aaron, so this is a much clunkier transition. But when we talk about all of these bad teams, uh, one line that really stands out, New York football giants, uh, 10.5-point dogs in Miami. Interesting matchup here in part because Giants are on a short week and Daniel Jones has done nothing for seven halves out of the eight he's played football this season. How do you see this game playing out? Yeah, you know, I kind of want to. You see the massive number for a, for a team that made the playoffs last year. It's probably going to be a pseudo home game in, in Miami for the New York Giants football team if their fans are still willing to show up. They obviously left in like the second quarter last week against Seattle. So, it, it's, it's, uh, I still think it's too many, or not too many points. And I honestly still think I would lean in Miami's direction. I mean, Seattle had five sacks on the season coming into the game the other night. They had 11 in that game alone. Uh, they were a bottom five defense in EPA per play allowed. A- Andy Dalton had just hung 27 points on them. Um, despite them getting a lot of pressure, it did not matter. Uh, he he uh, moved the ball pretty efficiently the entire game. So, I mean, I think Miami's going to score maybe not 70, but uh, uh, a whole lot of points. This Giants pass rush, we did see a good game from Kayvon Thibodeau on Monday night, but still not a great unit. Um, they're not going to get to the quarterback quickly enough. And then they have the, the highest blitz rate, or the second highest blitz rate in the NFL. Tua Tagovailoa is going to carve up the blitz in New York with Tyreek Hill um, and Jalen Waddell, getting the ball out as fast as anyone in the NFL. 
I think this is a horrible matchup for the New York Giants. Right. Let's talk about the Minnesota Vikings. Congrats to them. They got a one-score victory. Uh, so it ends that bad run for them. They got a one-score victory against a team that couldn't score an offensive touchdown in Carolina. They get Kansas City this week. Don't know if you have a take on the game. The, the number's in a weird spot. It's you know, five, five and a half at most most places. I think we all expect them to be one and four after this game. How many teams can take on Cousins' contract? Will he be dealt this regular season? Oh, the, the ability for other teams to take it on is, is anyone. He'll have about a $6 million yeah. salary that would transfer to the new club. The financial you know, ramifications, all it, it's a Minnesota issue, not another team issue. Um, you know, it's a pure rental. He's not franchise taggable. I mean, he's 36, 37 years old anyway. So you're basically getting a guy for 10 games on a, you know, $6 million contract or whatever have you, because that obviously reduces each week he's on the Minnesota team. I think a lot of teams would be open to it. I think the, the Falcons would be open to it. The Jets would be open <laughs> to it. I don't think Minnesota is going to do it, though. I think they are going to try to chase a wild card in the NFC, try to keep Justin oh, Jefferson happy, try to sell tickets. Hey, I, I know it's disgusting. It's probably not the right, right thing to do, but – um, you know, they would be in the first pick overall conversation if they did trade him. You know, they have no backup quarterback really to speak of with Jaron Hall and Jordan Tamu. Like, that's the thing for me is they would be unplayable, uh, you know, for the rest of the season. Unlike a Tannehill, Tennessee, where you have the Levis, you have Malik Willis. Minnesota has no one that would hypothetically fill in if Kirk were to be traded. I'm curious your thoughts on this division matchup. We've got the Ravens at the Steelers. This number's at four. Kenny Pickett's injured. He hasn't been ruled out. Everyone wants Matt Canada fired. I don't understand. Like, this just feels like a spot for Baltimore, right? What am I missing here? I'm with you. I think we have kind of convinced ourselves of, oh, it's Mike Tomlin. Like, he's never had a losing season. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a home divisional game against their bitter rival. There's no way they don't, you know, cover a, a small home dog spread, all of those things. This offense is atrocious. I mean, 30th in EPA per play. They were awful against the Houston Texans defense that has been dead last against the run uh, in EPA per play this season. And we're missing Derek Stingley, uh, missing Jimmy Ward. And they still could do nothing on the offensive side of the football. Um, and Mike McDonald it has been like, I think Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator in Baltimore, is going to be a head coach in about six months or whatever. So uh, he's been exceptional. They've had a bunch of injuries. He's schemed around it. He's rotating coverages at a super high rate, a lot of simulated pressure, doing things that Kenny Pickett, who is right now bailing from clean pockets, is not seeing it well, does not trust his eyes. I mean, he's going to make him look, I think, like he just made Dorian Thompson Robinson look. Um, yeah, I, I like Baltimore in this one as well. I'm sure it's a classic spot where we come back on Monday and say, oh, how could we doubt Mike Tomlin plus four at home against the Ravens? But I'll take that risk uh, for the time being. He's Brad Spielberger, pro football focus here every Wednesday on BetQL Daily. Brad, when it comes to Zach Wilson's performance Sunday night against the Chiefs, I'm curious if maybe he gave himself new life, that maybe he has extended his starting role with the Jets. If that's the case, if maybe there is a higher ceiling for Wilson than we anticipated, is there some way you could back the Jets as far as the futures markets are concerned? Or was that just an outlier performance on Sunday and we should continue to fade them? 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I really don't think it was an outlier. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs defense is a good unit. I, I do think it helped him to a degree that they play a lot of man coverage. You know, zone is what just kills Zach Wilson because he doesn't trust his guys. You know, all those back shoulder balls, it's guys that are in trail technique on his receivers. And he knows, I can just throw it to a spot where only they can catch it. Um, and, 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 like, you can't really, you know, make an entire plane out of just throwing back shoulder balls on every single drop back. So he's going to have to throw over the middle. He's going to have to identify his own coverage. He's got a Broncos defense that we just talked about is, I mean, horrific, but also sits back in a ton of soft zone. That's been, you know, you know, uh, the MO there for a while now. And Vance Joseph has not changed that. But I do think like what we saw was different. And maybe it's a, it gives him confidence and allows him to just turn his brain off a little bit and just play football, um, make some mistakes still, but not let that cripple him. And also maybe more importantly, Nathaniel Hackett in his big revenge game, to just like to take the handcuffs off him, just let him let him play. Like there, there's an element of how they've been babying him that's so extreme, where it's just you know run, run, pass, and trying to get third and manageable, all that. At a certain point, it's it just let the kid play. So long answer short, he probably could get a, a make the playoffs future. I think I, I like them this week, frankly, in Denver. I think it's a great teaser leg. Um, and as crazy as this sounds. The over 43 uh, between these two teams, I think, is an intriguing number. Opened about 41, um, but I still like it. I mean, it's it's a horrible defense in Denver. And then their offense has been, you know, really good so far this season. And I think they're going to be able to move the football uh, against the Jets. I'm down for playing the the over in any Broncos game. I mean, they are moving the ball, too. Like, it's a perfect scenario. They can't stop anybody, and they are actually uh, putting points up. Uh, Favorite bet of the week. Favorite side. Uh, What is your favorite side? Yeah, so I will preface. I hate this slate this week. I really do not like okay. a, lot, a lot of the plays on the board. Um, or total. I'm going to go with If one. you got one. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I got was saying one. or got total. Uh, okay. Or total. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, nevertheless, I, I still think I mentioned, you know, a couple teaser legs that, that I like so far. Um, the Jets is certainly one of those. And I think Houston through, through three and seven is also intriguing. Um, but anyway, I, I do like the San Francisco 49ers to continue their dominance of the Dallas Cowboys. I, I just think we still have not seen mm-hmm. an improvement in the Cowboys run defense. 
they were look, they were good against the Patriots, but the Arizona Cardinals just absolutely running it down their throat, over 200 rushing yards. I mean, Kyle Shanahan is going to do the exact same thing, set up a lot of outside zone, have play action off of it. It is a good Dallas Cowboys defense, but I just worry if they get a negative game script and have Dak Prescott trying to throw from behind and the, and the Niners just bleeding clock and running the ball a ton, I think it's very favorable towards the Niners in this matchup. Love it. I uh, looked up the Sam Howell rushing prop. Good look there. I'm going to tell you on that. Any other props or matchups that you have your eye out for this weekend? Yeah. So obviously, you know, waiting for a bunch more things to drop, but uh, I I do like Stephon Diggs in this game. I I think he's going to continue to get fed. uh, And and I think we're going to see a lot of points in that Bills matchup. And and they're just going to continue to feed their guy. We did have a, you know, an explosive Gabe Davis game, but Tyson Campbell is a good corner in Jacksonville. Darius Williams is playing well. Um, you know, had the pick six in that game against Atlanta. But I think you're going to see more of Stephon Diggs, not against Tyson Campbell, the number one guy there. has been playing the slot a little bit, playing out wide. Um, but they, they don't really trail there. Uh, and I think he's just going to find soft spots in the zone. I think he's going to be able to, you know, there's not a good enough pass rush right now in Jacksonville to really give Josh Allen problems. Uh, the over six and a half for Stephon Diggs is a bet I like. About 60 seconds left. I want to circle back to uh, Cowboys and 49ers. I wonder if there is a live betting opportunity in a game like this, because you're right. Like Dak Prescott, negative game script. That usually doesn't turn out well. But if, say, the Cowboys elect to receive, they score a touchdown on the opening drive. Is that something where maybe this game is decided early? You could certainly make that argument, you know, in both directions. I mean, Brock Purdy has had has not had to, you know, play from behind much at all in his entire tenure. We haven't seen that game script, and and the Niners' offensive line outside of Trent Williams is not a good unit. So you could have, you know, Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence and Osa Digazua and all these players potentially teeing off on that Niners' offensive line, and Purdy feeling he has to hold the ball longer to make plays. So. Yeah, you probably could, you know, you know, play both sides of the coin and, and try to maybe have some early action if you like a uh, certain side and then play off of it uh, because I think it, it is interesting both directions what that does to the opponent. Good stuff. Brad Spielberger of Pro Football Focus, thank you so much for your time. We will see you next Wednesday. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, it's NFL Survivor Time. Is it worth to continue fading the Bears against the commanders we will discuss that right here on the betql network we'll be right back with betql daily presented by bet mgm on the betql network Hold on. Let me just. I have a message for you Swifties out there. You're in a cult. You're in a cult. And you don't know it. And the reason why you get so upset when someone says.